Turn in your Bibles um, to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 25, verse 11. The uh, title of my sermon today is Apples of Gold in Settings of Silver. Apples of Gold in Settings of Silver. And hopefully by the end of the day, uh, well, within the next 25 minutes, <laughs> that'll, be a, that'll be a miracle, uh, within the next 25 minutes, we'll get to the place where we understand exactly what that uh, uh, means for us. Now, remember, we've been talking about being encouragers. Any, have you been an encourager? Uh, who do you need to be an encourager to? And uh, we've been, been wanting to emphasize that as part of, our, a part of our life and part of our ministry to the people around us that we need to be encouragers. And that everyone needs to find a way of touching someone's life in a very positive manner. So, remember we've been talking about giving honor. Giving honor, the Greek word for honor is basically to give time. Uh, Dishonor would be I don't have time for you. So honor would be making time for individuals. Making time to give of an encouraging, being an encourager um, to to um, people and to their lives. So, so uh, when you have time for someone, you are giving them honor. When you have time for God, reading his word and praying, you are honoring God. So have you been an encourager? And the only way we can be an encourager is to receive the encouragement in our own lives. And the receiving that encouragement is receiving the word of God. So we've been talking about this for a number of weeks, and I'm not going to let it go, because we need to be encouragers. Amen. Thank you very much. All right, so write that on your 3 by 5 card, be an encourager. Now, Proverbs 25, verse 11. This is a very interesting verse. Uh, I've just been uh, uh, kind of picturing it in my mind, and hopefully we can do a, a word picture today that uh, paint a picture that will leave us with this, this scripture stuck in our minds. And it is Proverbs twenty five eleven, And it is a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Word, a word aptly spoken or wisely spoken. A word wisely spoken is like, is like what? Apples of gold. In settings of silver. Now, anybody ever seen? I didn't bring my golden apples today. <laughs> anybody have? Yeah, that's a little joke there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tie? Kind of shiny like gold. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I could have painted it and had apples of gold. Uh, but we, you know, think about you know what? That's not very much of a. I mean, that's not uh, very often what we would think of as a decoration is apples of gold. So, you know, we can think of a bowl of apples, all right? You know, you see a bowl of apples on a table, you know, so you've got the bowl and you've got the apples stacked in it. Well, think of it that way as apples of gold in a setting of silver. Not only do we have apples but that are pure gold, but we also have settings of silver, not only a silver bowl, but we have silver coins and pieces of silver intermixed with the apples. So you got that picture? Apples of gold in a setting of silver. Now, that would be a beautiful decoration, and, you know, I don't know what the cost would be, but it would be uh, very valuable. It would be extremely valuable. 
that you have these the bowl of apples that are gold, solid gold, and you have a setting of silver. Now, whenever we think of this, what creates this apples of gold and a setting of silver? What creates it? What does the scripture say? What is it? A word, a word aptly spoken, a word wisely spoken, is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Words. Words. Everybody say words. Words. Your words, when they are wisely spoken, are as valuable and as beautiful as apples of gold in a setting of silver. Now, there is value in what we say. We've been talking, you know, we've talked about being an encourager. We've talked about how that we can encourage anybody. And, and this encouragement is not a flippant, oh, don't worry, be happy, you know. <laughs> don't worry, it'll be all right. It's not type, that type of flippant response. It is a wisely spoken, our words that come to us and are spoken from our heart. Remember, if we're going to give honor, and honor is something that comes from our heart, comes from an attitude, that we honor people with our words. We honor people with our time. So whenever we are taking the time to be with someone, to speak with someone, that we are giving them honor from our hearts. But in the same token, we must honor God. And how are we going to honor God? We're going to spend time with God. We're going to spend time reading the scriptures. We're going to spend time in prayer. We're going to spend time uh, giving, ourselves, giving ourselves to what to God's thoughts and God's ways. If you give apples of gold in settings of silver, and you give that to someone and they throw it in the trash... <laughs> Sometimes I tell my wife people pay me for my advice and she doesn't listen. <laughs> and she tells me people pay her to be a teacher and I don't listen. Uh, <laughs> so the idea is that if someone takes what we give it and, throw it and throws it in the trash, it does not diminish the value of the word because there are people who do not believe in the scriptures and it doesn't diminish the word. It doesn't diminish the authority of the word of God. It doesn't take away from it. It only robs them of the value that that word would bring to their lives. So we have, we're looking at the scriptures that God has given us and given us and he's spoken to our hearts and so we have received this treasure. So if each of us, for each of us, God has given us his word and if we disregard that word, we are throwing away the apples of gold in settings of silver that God is putting in our lives. God is placing the wealth, the, the, <laughs> the wealth of his word, he is placing it in our hearts. And so even today, here and now, God is giving to you apples of gold in a setting of silver. He's giving to me apples of gold in a setting of silver. He's given to me the riches of his word in a setting in my life 
that can change the entire picture of who I am and what I do. This verse from Proverbs paints a picture of how a word that is spoken wisely appears. Can you picture apples of gold in a setting of silver? Can you picture that? Everybody say, apples of gold in a setting of silver. Apples of gold in a setting of silver. Now, it took me, you know, this has been something that's been going on in my head for a while, and it's, you know, hopefully it comes out relatively unscrambled. (laughs) But the idea is, if you can picture it, picture that, apples of gold in a setting of silver. And we can think of red apples in in a bowl, but apples of gold in a setting of silver. And that your words, a word wisely spoken, is that valuable and that precious. So the kind of word is is a kind of, the words that are spoken are the words that are spoken to us through the scriptures. The Bible tells us to guard our mouths and to be careful about anything we say. Why? Because we tarnish the gold. If we, are, if we are to speak words that are blessings, if we are to speak words that are uplifting to others, our words then must line up with the scriptures and with the word of God because only what is written in the scriptures, only that which is, you know, God, uh, this is eternal, never pass away. So his word, the word of God comes into our lives that gives us hope and gives us a perspective of life that God wants us to have and it becomes a very beautiful, inspiring setting a very beautiful and inspiring part of our lives. Our conversation originates in our hearts, and it flows through our hearts, flows through our hearts, through our, uh, to our thoughts. Philippians 4.8. You have that there? Philippians 4.8. What does Paul say here? Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, if anything is praiseworthy, think about such things. These are our apples of gold. This is how we keep the purity of the gold and of the silver. So it's important to control our thoughts and to control our words. And Philippians 4.4, and I didn't give that to you to write, but Paul writes to the church at Philippi and he says... Rejoice in the Lord always, and I I, I will say it again, rejoice. Now, where is Paul writing from, this this letter that he's writing to the church at Philippi? He is writing it from a Roman prison. Apples of gold in a setting of silver are words wisely spoken. Paul is in a setting of silver, Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Paul is in a setting of silver? Yeah, he's in a prison. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever done any research on a Roman prison, <laughs> but they are not a very comfortable setting. And sometimes Paul was chained to a prison, uh, to a, a, a Roman soldier, and sometimes he was pr- chained to the wall. And, and sometimes in this, from his chains, he would write these, these verses. And so he is writing this this verse from a Roman prison, and he's saying, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Apples of gold and a setting of silver. 
we, we talked a little bit about it in Sunday school, but Viktor Frankl in a concentration camp wrote about how that when people, when people um, would come to him and speak to him about life has no value and that they were going to give up, he would tell them that they have a responsibility to life. Life doesn't have a responsibility to you. You have a responsibility to life because life is a gift to you. And whether that responsibility is to survive the camp, to bring the guards to justice, you must survive the camp. You must determine. You see, and he was telling them that, the, and the emphasis here is that the one thing that people can't take from you is your attitude. The one thing that people can't take from you is your attitude. And and, and, and as we look at the attitude that Paul is saying that we are to rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, as we look at wise words, the wisdom of words, aptly spoken, wisdom, you know, words um, spoken to us from a heart, the heart of God, to our life, he is saying that it transforms where you are to a setting of silver. So now you look at your life as Paul looks at his prison, his time in prison and saying, rejoice in the Lord always. That's his apples of gold. And the setting of silver is a Roman prison. So your life, you're in a bowl. And whatever that life is, is your setting of silver. And the golden apple golden apples is the word of God that comes to give you hope. That is the wisdom of God. Spoken, speaking his word to your life. And it's in that setting when we find hope and the hope that we find in the word of God and the scriptures is more valuable than apples of pure gold. In the setting of our life, we may think of it in one way or another, but it is as silver. Not only a silver bowl, but a setting of silver. Silver coins and silver pieces. And in that silver piece of your life, there's an apple of truth, the apple of gold. And that apple, the, the word of truth, comes to us. It's not a flippant, don't worry. It's a declaration from God that he tells us that, that I know exactly where you're at. I know exactly where you're going through. And I know exactly what's going on in your life. I haven't lost track of you. And I have come that you might have life and that you might have it in abundance, an apple of gold. He says, I have come to you, and he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He comes to us and he tells us that, that the life that I have with you is a life that is eternal. And the promise that I give you is a promise that you will never be alone. Truth of God's word. The truth of his word is that all things will work out to a good, a divine good, and a divine purpose. That's a truth, that's a divine, that's a, that is an apple of gold in a, 
setting of silver. Because it comes to us in our life and it transforms the way that we see our life and it transforms the setting that we see ourselves in. And in that setting that we are in, there's a divine truth that touches our life. And that truth is as beautiful as a golden apple. (laughs) Divine insight is to us as apples of gold. Divine insight is as is of greater value than a golden apple. So as we begin to look at our life differently, we begin to see that we live in this communion with God. Remember last week, the communion with God? Communion meant what? Partnership. Remember? Communion, the Greek word, one of the Greek words for communion is partnership. That God has entered into a partnership with us and that in this partnership that he is saying to us that we are to partake. And, and this, you know, this, this idea, now this little phrase comes from the devotional for today. <laughs> right? I tell you sometimes where I get my stuff. Right? Believe, Jesus says that I partake of communion because I believe in Jesus. Okay? I partake of communion. Because I believe in Christ. Believe in his death, the sacrifice of his flesh, and I believe in his resurrection. God desires this partnership with us. He has established a covenant. He has established an agreement. He has established a contract. When we talk about this covenant, and we talk about this partnership, it is a contract that God has given to us signed in his blood, given to us in the sacrifice of his body, and affirmed to us by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And he says, because I live, you shall live also. That is a golden apple in my setting of silver. Because the life that I live is a life that God has given me. And I believe in his promise, and I believe in his purpose. If we accept Christ, then our lives are hidden with Christ and his word lives within us and that God has given us his apples of gold in the setting of silver and if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done and God is at work in us accomplishing his purpose and bringing about the change, the transformation. Paul, in a Roman prison, Rejoice in the Lord always. Apples of gold in a setting of silver. Setting of silver, a Roman prison. The apples of God, that God is in charge of my life. And that, I mean, how does that, how does that transform, how does that transpire? How does that transpose into our life? How do I see myself? How do I see my attitude about me? And now, I say that we are to be encouragers. We cannot be an encourager. You can't give away what you don't have. How do we receive from God those words of encouragement for our own life? 
How do I receive from God those words of encouragement for my life so that I can now give that to someone else? How can I look at my life and recognize that I have value in the sight of God and I can honor God and God can honor me by the time he gives me in my life and whenever I take of what he has given me, I now take that same thing and give to others. And this is the wisdom of it. The wisdom of it is not the wisdom that says, well, you know, don't worry about it, be happy. <laughs> I can't sing, or I wouldn't sing that song, you know, ne never mind. But uh, don't worry, be happy, you know, that, that one from years ago. I ought to get that somewhere. Ethan, pull that up on the computer sometime and bring it, okay? Don't worry, be happy, all right? Yeah, okay, so people will know what I'm talking about. All right, thank you, thank you. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, yeah see, they, they're singing it up here. Don't worry, be happy. It'd be like that. No, I was, we was looking for birthday cards the other day. It was Ron's birthday. Okay. And, uh, and uh, he pulled out one of the musical cards, and he said, what's, what is the worst thing you can, what's the best thing I can give you? And you open it up, it is an annoying song that won't go away. Okay? And when you close this card, it doesn't shut off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm there squeezing the card and I'm closing it and it won't shut off. I took it over to the counter. And I said, it won't shut off. <laughs> and then it stopped. But it was meant to just, you know, so what can I give you on your birthday? An annoying song that won't go away. So, so you got to get that song so we can have an annoying song that won't go away. But so we have this divine insight into our lives and this divine sense that God is with us and that God is this golden apple. <laughs> the word of God is the golden apple in the setting of silver. And it is a word that is wisely spoken. Wisely spoken. You know, um, the other day I was, I was speaking with uh, uh, a, young, a young woman who has a baby and uh, she was telling me about her life and how that from whenever she was little that the doctors told her, you'll never have children because you have, a, you, know, you have something wrong in your uterus. And when she was in her 20s or late 20s, early 30s, whatever, she had a tumor. And it was a, it was a tumor that they went in to operate on. And they weren't going to be able to do it laparoscopically. They would have to cut her open and go in and take care of it. Well, she felt like God had touched her. And she went into the surgery, and the doctors came out and said, we have good news and bad news. Good news is we were able to operate and go in and see your uterus and see, you know, all that's going on on the inside. And, and they said, that's bad news. The good news is you have an entirely new reproductive organs. It's totally contrary. And then the tumor wasn't there. And the doctor says, I don't, know what, I don't know what happened. Okay? And we were talking, and she has this little girl, a little child, and um, we were talking, and... She's been having some difficulty in her life. And I said, you know, the, and, and I hope this was the wisdom of God, was that whenever you get confused in your mind, 
Remember the miracle that God performed in your body to give you this little child. Because this little child must have an extraordinary purpose for you to be its mother and for you to have been given the chance to have this child. So when your mind, when your mind gets confused, remember the anchor of the miracle that God did in your life so that you could have a child. Apples of gold, settings of silver, a word wisely spoken. And and you see, at that moment, I felt that that was a God thought to touch this young woman who was having some difficulties, a lot of difficulties with their life. And in our lives, we don't sometimes see the setting of silver. (laughs) We think of it as garbage. Viktor Frankl was able to turn the thoughts of people in a concentration camp to hope because they were still alive. And we see Paul telling us that while he is in a Roman prison, he's telling us, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Settings of silver, it certainly don't look like silver to us. And apples of gold are the truths of God's word that find themselves settled in in the midst of your life. Apples of gold in settings of silver. God is with you. There's a a little poem here, or something was written. I don't don't call it a poem. It's a story. It says, Faith is a seed. Plant it in your heart. Plant it in your heart. Tend it with love and honesty and watch it grow. Treasure the gifts you have been given. You are a miracle of God's creation. Be noble in all you do, and remember that true happiness comes from giving. Embrace peace and compassion, and you will know only a joyful love, understanding, and kindness. And you will know that they cost nothing, and yet they are priceless. Give of them generously, and they will be returned to you tenfold. They are qualities which never fade and never age, but blossom with use. Walk away from anger. Retire to stillness that lies within, harboring peace and goodwill. Yet let your thoughts be beautiful. They hold the greatest power. There is nothing you can you cannot achieve. Whatever you desire is within your reach. And be glad that you are you. Apples of gold in a setting of silver. You are a silver bowl and the apples of God's truth are now resting in it.